Hello everybody, this is Arc Purcell. This is episode 251 of Making Movies is Hard. Uh, this is the final alternate update episode where uh, finally finish off the uh, epic, uh, you know, making of the alternate where I gave uh, updates live from the set. This is a little longer of an episode, it's an hour and a half just because we had so much to get through. I wanted to say one more thing before we get started here. Just, um, you know, I feel like listening to these updates, I was a little down and a little negative, um, especially around my team. I feel like I don't really give the team enough um, love in these. And everyone worked so hard on the movie. And, you know, I, it was a hard time for me. Like, I obviously, like, I admit, like, it was a very challenging experience to, to direct my first feature and to get this movie done the way that um, we needed to make it. But, uh you know, I did have a good time and it, it was really like living the dream and I did enjoy a lot of it. And like you can hear in the logs, I talk about when the days I was able to enjoy it and the days that uh, were harder for me and everything. Um, but but yeah, I, I just wanted to say like the crew, they were awesome. <laughs> they all worked so hard. We had so many wonderful people come out for the movie. Um, so many interns, so many like, you know, e either be PAs or in the grip and electric department. So many people worked so hard on this, like our regular crew from uh, the G&E team, art department, camera department, our producers, uh, you know, everybody worked so hard. And, um, you know, I really, really appreciate all their hard work. And, and it, you know, it really turned out amazing. Like I'm editing it now and the movie's awesome. It's so great. It's like exactly what I was hoping it would be. Uh, and there's obviously things that aren't perfect about it. And there's things that we missed and things that we didn't do right and whatever, you know, and it all falls on my head. It's all things that I uh, should have caught or should have noticed when we were making it. Um, but I just really wanted to say that like this team was awesome, especially like to Jason, uh, my cinematographer and Rob, my art director. I feel like I complain about them all the time in these logs and they were fantastic and they're great. And I will work with both of them again, gladly. Um, you know, there's definitely things that we have to work out, I think for sure about process, but I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, looking at the images and, and thinking about it back on the experience, like, yeah, they, they were great. It was awesome. So I just want to say a little positive shout out and thank you to the crew. You guys were amazing. And to the cast, of course, too. You get, The cast was great. Um, and just say that, you know, now having a few months to look back on this, I think I recorded, you know, this update was probably early February. Now it's um, late March. Uh, or mid mid March, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was really great. And I worked on another movie. I, I was on uh, this movie, Red Snow, as an AD and a producer. And you know that movie went very differently than the alternate did. Um, and you know I was really beating myself up about it for a while. <laughs> like why couldn't the alternate have gone like the way that Red Snow went, where it was all smooth and easy? But I mean they're different movies. It's not really fair to compare them. You know, because one is at one budget level, one's at the other budget level, one's with a small crew, one's with a like you know crew almost three times as big. It's just different movies. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to just say right before this last update that I was really I'm really proud of the work of the crew uh, that they did, and I really appreciate everything. You know, and I don't want to come off as um ungrateful because everyone did so much for this movie there was so much being donated so much time that was being donated jason and i spent hours and hours and hours together prepping for this thing and it shows in the final work it really does 
And I feel like that's the kind of stuff that is really important to, to make a movie is like, you have to take that time to get it done right. You know? And I'm just so grateful that I had a team who was willing to do that with me. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to just show them the love that they deserve because they really did work really hard. And I mean, we got so many free donations, uh, not, not free, but also discounted. I mean, little giant came in huge for us. Bolt lighting came in huge for us. Felix, uh, lights gave a big donation. Light gear gave a big donation. Um, you know, it, it was just so many people came out and, and donated stuff, um, like local crew, you know, g- you know, donate gifted gear or gave extremely big discounts on gear. I mean, you know, everyone, it's just like so much, so much was, was, was brought to this project and so much love and time and care. And, you know, my producer, Jeff, like, you know, gave us his house for like three weeks, almost, uh, our producer, Tony gave us his house and his other, uh, apartment and, another location for the movie for housing and for a set. I mean, we got other locations for just so much love and care and time. And I just think, you know, like it's so, it was kind of overwhelming for so much, um, so, so much to be given to this. And I mean, I I think I thank people a lot, but I think like I I tell Jeff, like I'm never done thanking you for what you've done for this movie. I feel that way for the crew. I'm never done thanking the crew. Like they really, really brought it home and did a fantastic job. So anyways, uh, thanks again, guys. And with that, I hope you enjoy this last alternate update and yeah, lots of exciting things coming in the future of the show. Um, starting in a, in a week uh, or two weeks, I guess, starting in two weeks, but, uh, you'll hear more about that in a week from now. We'll do a little bit of an update, a little bit of announcement. Um, but yeah, doing some, doing some changes, mixing things up a little bit. It's very exciting. All right, and without further ado, here is the show. Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, the podcast about the struggles of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Mark Purcell. And I'm Andrew Schrader. We are back with yet another alternate update. This is going to be number six. Holy shit. Crazy. Wow. Number six already. Yeah, it's nuts. You've done almost all of them. You, I didn't do the first one, and then you didn't do, I think, the fourth one? Uh, that but, sounds right. Yeah. But you've done all the other ones besides the fourth one. Wow. So I'm honored. Yeah, no, it's been great, man. Um, it, w- it was really interesting to hear Liz's uh, opinion. How, how was it? Because uh, I don't – that oh, that episode actually did come out, but I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I need it to. It just came out today. Um, okay. But, uh, but yeah, it was great. And it was interesting because, like, you know, she hadn't heard anything about it and she doesn't really listen to the podcast unless she's on it. <laughs> That's her motto. Um, but, uh, yeah, she um, so she hadn't heard the other updates, so she didn't really know what was going on. So I kind of gave her a little bit of a, you know, a catch-up, you know, give her, let her know what was happening so that it made sense. And then, yeah, she said it was the darkest she ever heard me before. <laughs> Great. Well, is she shooting right now? Um, she shot like th- two days or three days worth of her, f- her third feature. And then I think they're doing the the next, like, I think it's going to be something around 12 days or something um, in, uh, I think, March, maybe. Um, so she's like in prep right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's around. 
She should yeah, do her own audio logs when she's shooting the longer stretch. I know. I know. I don't think she will. People don't seem to be in it, into it. I'm the only one who wants to do it. It's crazy. Mm. Although the pr- feature I'm producing right now, it sounds like the cinematographer and the director are willing to do them with me. So um, it sounds like we will have some fun with those logs uh, when, we, when we make that movie. Which yeah, is you, coming up? Soon. Yeah. Do you want to? Before we get into the alternate update, I did want to ask you about Red Snow, the project, and um, you. Last time we talked, you had just gone to Tahoe to do some location scouting. So, what's the status on that film right now? Uh, yeah, it's all casted. Uh, we locked down our full crew as of last week, which was great, and we have all our locations. I believe um, we figured out all our parking situations. As now, it's like the main thing that we have to do left logistically is just food and then like garbage. But I think I have solutions for both. I just need to like make some phone calls and then I probably have to go back to Tahoe again um, and just go and like shake some more hands and like meet some people. Cause I, I really want to like plan out a full, um, you know, menu for uh, the whole movie before we shoot. So like we know what we're getting every single day, you know, and that like it's all just taken care of and prepaid for even. And just like, yeah, we pick up our lunch from this place at this time and this place at this time. And, you know, it's all just streamlined so we don't have to worry about it, you know. Yeah. And how big's the the cast and crew total? Uh, It's like basically I think 11 or 12 full-time crew members and then like you know, basically two main cast and then like a handful of other casts that, that are here, you know, they're going to be there like for part of the time, basically. Right. Um, so a really small movie, you know. Okay. So then, and you start shooting in a couple weeks. So what else do you have to prep for as you're producing? And also for those who don't know, it's a feature length horror comedy. Yeah. Horror, vampire horror comedy. Um, it's been described to me by the director as like the, the trying to shoot for the tone of the original Fright Night. That's like our goal with this movie. Uh, it's also a Christmas movie. So he kind of wants it to be like, you know, in the realm of like, you know, you know how Die Hard is. Some people consider that a Christmas movie. He wants this to be like the vampire comedy Die Hard, basically, oh, of nice. Christmas movies, you know, because um, it's all set at Christmas and we're going to be decorating like the main location for Christmas time and. Uh, there's some fun like Christmassy uh, one-liners in it. <laughs> it's just fun. Um, cool. But uh, but yeah, and then I'm I'm producing an ading, which is um, gonna be fun. I have an ad to feature uh, in. Oh my gosh, like uh, ten years, I guess. Oh, almost eleven years. Oh no, wait. So I I AD a feature in 2009. So then, what does that mean? <laughs> Ten, eleven years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten, yeah. Almost. Oh Jesus! It'll be eleven years. Um, it, when we're making the movie, because I started in February of uh, of '09 on that um, movie. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's your it's your I, comeback. The AD yeah. comeback. I've learned so much since then, and uh, I think I won't won't make nearly as many mistakes as I did the first time. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it also I'm also the lead producer, which is different. I wasn't the lead producer on that other one, but uh, apparently, I, as told to me by our cinematographer, he said that I was like the producer, and they wouldn't give me a producer credit. Um, bastards. Mm, bastards. But any anyways. Uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. Um, it's going to be a rush, you know, it's only 12 days and, uh, 
It's going to be partly in the snow and exteriors, like snow exteriors. We have a fight scene in the snow. Um, so it'll be, it's going to be exciting. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll probably be doing audio logs for that too. So if you guys hate these logs, tell me now so I can stop doing them. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, you'll be hearing from me and my director, Sean Lynch, and then our cinematographer, Gavin Murray, who's been on the show a couple times um you know recently so uh yeah get ready for those those uh updates they'll be they'll be a blast right on yeah man all right anything well, going on with you you want to talk about i talked about stuff you got anything to <sighs> you know discuss not really i'm just so busy and not on film stuff as much just like a lot of writing for my day job and traveling and a lot of personal stuff. So it's just been like crazy. And I got to finish this book, man. I got this first novel, fourth book, and I really want to finish it. I want to finish the script. Um, so, you know, just fucking just, just busy. I don't know. These are great. You get to like take some time to do these like podcasts with you. Cause nice. That's always helpful. Um, but yeah, really nothing to discuss, just plugging away and, uh, making the time for stuff going twelve. you know, going 24 seven constantly, uh, is just a lot. So hopefully stuff mellows out after this week and, you know, get back to writing when I want to more. We didn't really talk about you writing, uh, on that Nickelodeon show at all. Did we? Uh, Cartoon Network, and Cartoon actually, Networks. I'm actually doing rewrites for it right now. Oh so, wow! Yeah, did we talk about that? So you just wrote an episode for Cartoon for a Cartoon Network show, like what a week, couple weeks ago? Yeah, I turned it in. How did I turn it in? I guess two weeks ago, and then last week I got last week I got notes, and then this week I am doing those notes, and I'll turn it back in this week, and then um, we'll do another round of notes. And then we should be good to go. Wow. And I should mention that the reason why you weren't on number four update was because you got hired to write this episode. So you couldn't make our our timing to uh, record. So uh, Yeah, that's, that is that is what happened. Yeah. And that's the best reason to miss a podcast is that you have to go in and write for, t- for TV. Yeah. Even if it's cartoons. Yeah. I was going to tell him, no, I got to do making movies is hard. And I was <laughs> like, maybe I should go in. So... I think you made the right choice. Uh, well, we got to talk about that more later on. We have to do like a whole episode dedicated to like what it's like to freelance write an episode for a Cartoon Network show because I've never done that before, and I'm sure our listeners, uh, many of them, have not done that before. So I think it would be interesting to hear uh, that experience and what that's like. You know? Yeah, we will. We will. Um, but for now, what day are we on in these alternate we- updates? We are on day fourteen. We're getting to the last three days here. Wow. Last three days? Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Ready? I am ready. So this we're going to listen to the morning of day 14? This is the morning of day 14, coming up right now. Hey, everybody. Start of day 14. All are here. I uh, just packed out of the apartment I'm staying in because I'm going to move to a different place tonight with my own bed, which is great for the last two or three nights, um, but uh, I also had to bring all my computer stuff over because it's all, all the computer stuff that I use for like editing and looking at footage and everything, that all is all Jake's computer stuff. So I have to bring it over early to set right now to, um, you know, get it set up and ready. Um, I am still early, 
but uh, but not really. I mean, I'm basically gonna get there ten minutes before um, the production call, so that's like half hour before call time. I really wanted to be there more like an hour and a half before um, call time, but you know, I just had to do so many things. I had to like rebuild um, all Jake's computer to make it look like Jake's and not, you know, all Jake's not um, my computer. <laughs> And move files around and get everything looking good, and so I and just make sure that like things got downloaded. Like last time I did this, I didn't do any of that beforehand. I did it like try to do it on set, and we had just so many issues trying to get uh, the computer to uh, get all the files it needed when I was in that garage. So I just felt like just get it done beforehand, have it all preset. I think everything that we need for today, and I think for tomorrow, I think it's all on there now. So I think don't worry about that shit. Which is really great, um, and uh, and yeah, uh, all the other things should be there that we need. Um, big goal besides setting up a computer and getting it all working and ready is also to mount the freaking projector to the ceiling because our art department, Rob, a blessing, didn't do it because he didn't feel comfortable doing it for some reason, which I don't understand. It's like what's so comfortable about? Mounting a goddamn projector to the ceiling, I fucking do that shit all the time. Um, so, well, all the time, but I've done it kind of once in my house. I'm not a genius, so I've figured it out. Um, anyways, so, guys, get that going, because I just don't want to, and the road is closed. Great. Awesome. Where the hell am I going to go now? Uh, what's there detour signs? Hopefully this road closure doesn't actually continue to where we're shooting. Uh, um, yeah, so today is going to be a good day. We're going to load in. It's going to take around two hours, so that's going to be slow time. It'll be good for um, Jason and I. Well, maybe not Jason until we're busy, but um, it'll be good for me at least to like look at the next couple days and run a call to the shot list for tomorrow and then to start really looking at Saturday, like our big final day, and like look at our storyboards and, you know, probably cut down, well definitely cut down on our shots that we have for that day, because the more streamlined we could be for the final fight sequence, the better it can all go for, um, you know, for everything. Um, alrighty, well, yeah, it's been fun, I, I mean... I guess I feel kind of funny because, like, I, I was really stressed yesterday about the fight scene, and um, you know, we, we started really late and did get it, and it looked great, and we didn't look go over that much, which was great. But I think I was just so like more upset that we were taking <laughs> so long that I didn't really enjoy it as much as I could. Um, of you know, I was sort of in this sort of darker place, which was probably not good, you know. Um, but today, I'm just going to channel all the positive energy and, like, look, this, you just did it. You made your feature. You, you lived the dream. Amazing, you know? And then just really, um, like, own that and uh, just enjoy these last three days. This is the last time I'm ever going to get to shoot any kind of scene for the alternate. So I should just really enjoy what we're doing and make sure that we're doing it right, you know, and I, I think we did it right, or as right as I could do it, I suppose, um, but, yeah, we'll see, see how it goes with the last three days, um, such a trip, all right, I'll talk to you guys later, thanks for everything, and, uh,
Yeah, thank you guys every day. I mean, you know, partly because I know a lot of you are actually, you know, supporters of the film and, you know, helped us make it happen. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I thank you, but also just because I think the emotional support from the podcast people, um, podcast people, from all you podcast people, I think that definitely has helped in a big way, too. Um, all right, I am here at our final, final location. Uh, drive up, unload, and repark. Talk to y'all on the flippy flop. All right, so you got you're rolling into this location. You've got three days at this, and then you're wrapping out, and that's that's what's gonna happen. Right. Okay. It's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> All right. So I don't really know if I have anything to like really bring up. It just sounds like logistical stuff's gonna. You gotta deal with the logistical stuff. I'm curious where this is gonna go. Yeah. I gotta say, I like my attitude in that recording. I sound very positive and chipper and excited. So, yes, that was good. Better than some of the ones from previous updates where I just sound like a crazy person. Well, it's uh, understandable. Yeah. All right, well, let's see how I sound at the end of the day. All right. Here it is. Hey, y'all. It is the end of day 14. We wrapped on time. 12, well, 1 a.m., so camera wrap at 12.30. And, um, you know, what happened is we didn't make our day. And, uh, you know, I would say there's various reasons why we didn't, but, um, you know, I love I love Rob, I love our production designer, but the main reason was because the set was not ready. And that fucked us so huge. And it's just simply the way it is what happened. I mean, you know, they've been working on the set for like two weeks, and uh, like last week I saw photos of it all painted and all looking all nice, and like, wow, that's great. It's like coming along, but like somewhere along the line, like things just didn't happen. Um, and, uh, you know, we'd asked if they could mount and pre-aim the projectors at the, the screen. That didn't happen. Um, you know, I don't, know what happened with the screen because like I think the screen that we ended up getting wasn't necessarily the screen that we thought we were getting it's a nice long big screen but it looks like the screen I got from Fry's so I'm not sure if you just went to Fry's or what happened with the screen but you know definitely wasn't the screen that I thought we had ordered and you know I don't really know why we couldn't have that screen earlier and why it came yesterday mounted like at the last minute because if that could all happened earlier then we would have like been better set for um you know things like the like the final finishing touches like you know posters being put up and you know all the little fine art details that were like not even like they were still happening you know a half hour before call this morning you know and there were boxes everywhere like you know i know i'm bringing the you know, computer equipment, but, like, the monitor wasn't, they didn't even know where it was, you know, Rob knew where, oh, you know, Jeff knows where it is, but none of Rob's team knew where it was, and so, no, it was just, like, just tough, man, like, you know, we thought it was going to take two hours to load in, and I don't know, maybe they thought that, oh, well, I give Art two hours to finish the set, but it's, like, it doesn't really work that way, if they're trying to load into a set, and they have two hours to load in life, 
Like, you can't have the set not be ready for those two hours because how can they do any work if the set's not even ready, you know? And it causes major problems. Like, we didn't get our first shot off until, like, probably, like, 3 o'clock, and then we couldn't even do all the shots we needed because the set wasn't set. And then it was drama and problems, and it's just really not good, you know? And I was just trying to stay out of it and trying to stay positive like, we're in today trying to be positive and just enjoying the end of the movie, but it's just like when things like that happen, it's really hard to stay positive because we lost, like, you know, I'd say a good hour and a half of what we expected to be. Like, we thought we could be shooting at 2. We basically didn't really start till 3.30, and then as we were going, things were still happening, and it just really sucked up a ton of time and then a ton of momentum as well, you know? And then... You know, our second, we did two scenes, which was great, but our third scene up, which we didn't get to until um, after lunch, so we <laughs> we didn't even finish these two easy scenes that we had before lunch. We didn't even finish the second one until after uh, lunch because, you know, whatever, they're like three shots each probably, I think something like that. It was pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, no, one was two shots with a split diopter, and and we only we got the third shot of the last scene in after lunch, and then yeah, then you know we go into the next thing, and that's like a huge stunt visual effects thing. Um, not to mention that the other things we were doing also had visual effects before lunch, so it's like two visual effects pieces, um, three visual effects pieces, and then the stunt, and so it's like. Jeez, it was really, really challenging, you know, and uh, it just really set us back. And, like, we had this one lock-off slash visual effects slash stunt thing, and that took, like, you know, I think a good two hours, maybe even three hours to get that one thing, you know, um, which maybe we didn't move as fast as we could, but, or maybe that's just as fast as it had to be, because, you know, blocking the scene itself was, like, really challenging. It's, like, a really big scene. Um, excuse me while I, uh, adjust my thing here. Um, so anyway, but the point is we missed three, three and a half scenes that we needed to get. And the third one, we the, the, the last scene of the night, we pretty much thought we were going to have a hard time getting based off of how much time we had. But we were hoping to get at least partially through uh, scene, these, these scene 35 and 37, but we didn't even get to them. And 35 had a stunt. So we were hoping to get the stunt done from 35 tonight. Didn't even finish the scene before that. We had three more shots than the previous scene, which are pretty fast shots. But still, I mean, we really got behind. And, uh, yeah, so what does that mean for tomorrow? It means we cut all our stunts for tomorrow. We're not doing stunts tomorrow anymore. We had two stunts to do. We had one, but then we had two because we didn't do the other one we were supposed to do today. But we just said, fuck it. We can't do it. We just don't have time. Cutting the stunts. And then what else are we doing? We're cut two more scenes that we had tomorrow, um, and we might cut a third. And then um, we're just, like, looking at the fastest way that we can shoot everything, you know? But luckily, all the scenes, besides, we have two complicated dialogue scenes, 
after that, the rest of the sequence are like three to four shot speed maximum. And so they're pretty straightforward. So we probably are going to move pretty fast tomorrow. We don't have a load in. We're already set. The set is actually built and finished now, thank God. And it looks amazing. I got to say, all my complaining about art today, the set looks amazing. I mean, not that they're not working hard. They still work really hard. But I feel like, you know, it comes from the head. And the head is overworked and, you know, like up, fed up, I guess. Really good, good way to put it, and it's hard to to work when you know your leader is in that situation. I think I don't know. I love you, Rob. If you're listening, I love you, um, and I know you did great work for us, and you're working your ass off. But it just that was a particularly tough situation. All right, I'm here at our other set at Tony's place. I'm about to move into a really beautiful place for the next two nights. I heard. So, yeah, I'm off. Talk to y'all on the flip-flop, and, yeah, hopefully we crush it tomorrow and don't have to add anything to our fight day because we have a big fight day on Saturday, and we need to be ready to crush the fight. All right, later, y'all. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I see. When it first started, <laughs> you sounded drunk. Oh, uh, yeah. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was very, uh, very frustrated that day. Um, that took like that whole load in just really took the wind out of my sails, you know. Yeah, I mean that's um, the production design not being ready. That happened to us on Age of Reason a few times until finally we we're like, look, like you guys, we got to figure something out. And I felt really bad for him because we only had we had two, oh, I guess two on production design full-time and then someone who is actually swing swing grip and helping out with the art department oh no and we had we had a prop person too actually so i guess we had really like three people on on design but yeah i remember oh yeah what was that i was just gonna say that's what we had we had three people on design on production in in art department three full-timers and then um we had like a couple day players he we actually gave him extra people to to get what he needed done but i think even with the extra people, it just wasn't enough, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that happened with us, and, and we were shooting. Basically, every time we'd get to a new set or, like, a new location, um, we'd have to wait on production design. Like, they wouldn't have it ready to go, so we couldn't actually see the space before it was time to light or do anything. And a couple times it ate a couple hours into the day, and we were just like, you, "Like this is not, this is not okay, <laughs> this is not okay." But I mean, I love our <laughs> our art department. I mean, they, I'm not really sure what they could have done truthfully because we were so strapped for resources. They had one tiny truck to like haul props and shit around with, and you know they did a good job, but uh, it definitely set us back. Um, so yeah, art art always has the the toughest time. It seems you know they're just. Always overworked, always understaffed, and always be you know behind you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's just the nature of the game, maybe. Yeah. Well, next time you know we'll just shoot movies in one location, and then they only have one set to dress, and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the art, the what art does is so awesome. You know, they really know. just transform spaces. It's it's amazing. So I just wish I had. I I, I really like pray for the day. When I have like a really big art team on a movie, like a ten ten deep art department, that would be amazing. 
that would be incredible. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it sounded like the day. How how long how long did you go over on that day? Oh, we didn't go over at all. Oh, um, we we wrapped on time. We just um we we had we pushed like like it's three and a half scenes we had to push to another day, and um and so I think we. I can't remember if we ended up cutting any of the ones that we missed or if we cut other ones, but I basically was like channeling your words when you had given me the rewrite for the alternate at the end or not the rewrite, but when you gave me notes on my rewrite, you were like, you should just cut every time they go through the portal except one time because that's all that really matters is just to see it once and you don't need to see it again. And like, I kind of disagreed with you. Like I felt like we need to show it off as much as we can, you know, because it is like the main effect of the movie, but we definitely did do that. Like we kept probably like four more than that, probably like five to six, like portal, um, going in and out shots. We just like, and like some whole scenes that that's what the scene was. And we just cut them from the movie completely. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope I didn't give you bad advice. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I mean, you know, you basically, I just thought of everything like while we were doing it, it's like, okay, so we're going to end at this shot where he's here. And then we're supposed to cut to the shot of him coming out in the alt world. And then we cut to him being upstairs in the alt world. It's like, well, if you already know that he's going through the portal in the other world, either through showing him going through the portal or by insinuating that he's going through the portal in some way in his regular world, you don't really need to see him go through the portal in the alt world. You just see him in the alt world and you'll be like, yeah, he's in the alt world now. Like, duh, we get it, you know? Yeah. So we we made that choice a bunch in order to, like, save time because we had, like, so many of these these portal transition shots that we just didn't have time to get, you know? Right. So you're putting them off into one of the next couple days or those ones you got to pick up later? Um, so the ones that we didn't get on that day on 14, we pushed to the next day. Um, but then there were other ones that we just got rid of completely. Oh, okay. Got it. But, but like the, the main, there's like a main scene, um, where it's the one time that Chris goes in the portal that we, we did, we, we didn't get on day 14, but then we tried, then we're aiming to get it on day 15. Oh, so that's what we're going to hear next. Yes. That's the next thing. Okay. Well, uh, anything else to add before we go into? Uh, not yet. Here, here's the start of day 15. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Start of day 15 on the alternate. Holy shit. We've got one more day after this. Um, this is a big day for us because we have all the little scenes um, that need to happen in all Jake's office um, before we can go on to the next stuff. Um, yeah, and we... Um, I just realized I forgot to put a shot on the shot list that we need. God damn. Um, so I'll definitely do that. But uh, but yeah, it's a big day for us. It really is. Um, we got to get a lot done in a short amount of time. And whatever we can't do today, we either have to, you know, cut or try to sneak in before our fight scene tomorrow, which I really think is a bad idea. Like, we've got to just dedicate tomorrow to the fight scene because it's so massive. And I don't know. Yeah, we just have to. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So uh, we'll see how today goes, but I'm, I'm confident that we'll get through the stuff that we need. Um, and even if it's shorter, simpler versions of, of it, then we, we'll do that. Um, all right. Well, I mean, the one thing that sucks is that it's just such a beautiful set. I'd love to shoot in it more, but you know, we only have the time we have, so we just got to do it. 
Um, yeah, but I'm going in positive, excited, and, uh, you know, um, hopefully, um, all goes really well, and I'm sure it will, because it has to. Um, alright, keeping this one short today, guys, I gotta run in, I'm actually really early, but, like, an hour early from call, but, uh, I I definitely wanna get a jump on some stuff and start figuring things out, so, um, you know, that'll, we'll use that time. Alright, later, everybody, see yous. All right, so Ulrich, at this point, so you're staying in like a mansion, right? You're like living there. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we moved into the mansion. And how how haunted is the mansion? Well, um, is it a haunted mansion? It's it's a little haunted. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, here, I'm I'm not exactly sure what I t- talk about, and then I don't, there's only two more recordings before the movie is done because uh, I didn't record on the night of the fifteenth or whatever. Um, oh, so okay. maybe what we should do is like, just play the next, uh, at least the next one for sure. And then maybe one more. And then if there's gaps in that information, then I'll fill it in and tell the story that, um, I missed at the time. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, but there's a, there's a whole story to getting in the mansion. There's a whole story for what the mansion is like and it's all crazy. <laughs> But uh oh good all right nice but I think I I just can't remember what I said uh, if anything about these things in the recordings I'd rather like have my voice at the time say it and then I can fill in what I miss so um yeah probably not much to say about that one do you want to just go into the next the next recording yeah let's go let's go into it all right here so here is start of day 16 now hey everybody this is all work here this is morning of day 16 i did not record last night for the night of day 15 i was running around getting into a different place to stay with some other people and yeah just was one not was not time for it but uh but yeah yesterday went pretty well we had to cut a scene which we were kind of expecting and then um we also pushed a scene till today which is unfortunate because there's so much to do today, but I'm I'm really hoping that Jason and I can look at the shots and um, come up with like a more direct way to do uh, this fight scene business. Because yeah, right now we have like I don't know, I think 29 shots for today, including the stuff that we need to do um, for the other scenes. So it's like six shots that aren't the fight scene, and then it's like 23 shots that are. So <laughs> so hopefully we can get the fight scene down from 23 shots to something more reasonable. But I mean, geez, it's a st- it is a lot. Um, and then one of those is a dual camera system. So it's like, you know, we'll be doing, um, two of those shots at the same time, but yeah, anyways, it's still, it's crazy. Um, all right, everybody, I got to get out of here. I am, you know, not late yet. I have to be, uh, at the production office in an hour, which is an hour before call time, just so I can talk to Jason, but I want to get some coffee and, you know, I'm going to move out of this place and go home tonight. Thank goodness. Um, so, so yeah, I want to get going. All right, all. Right up, all right, all, all right, y'all. I'm out of here. Um, sorry, I haven't really posted a lot during this time. It's actually been kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like <clears throat> there's so many things to think about and so much to focus on. It's like the last thing I can really want to focus on is like what to write in a in a post. Um, that's just me, you know. I I just feel like I need to put, use all my brain power to make this movie, and posting is like, ah, uh, it's just like it's a distraction, you know. Uh, I know a lot of the people don't feel that way, but it's just for me, I just can't really make social media stuff at this time. It's hard. I've done a little bit, but I mean, 
yeah, I don't know. I just want to make this movie, and that's what I need to put all my attention to. Um, all right, everybody. Um, more tonight after we shoot the wonderful bloody fight scene that we're about to do. And, um, yeah, I'll say no more. All right. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I don't want to interrupt the flow, and you guys, you might get into this in your next one, so just tell me if this if you get into this next, but sure. uh, you mentioned that you have a dual cam system or like you're shooting with two cameras. So right. are, are they both reds or what's the setup there? Yeah. So we had two reds, one helium and one Epic dragon. So they're like different models. The helium's like way more advanced and the, you know, Epic dragon, you know, is less advanced. So like the helium shoots up to eight K and the dragon shoots up to six K. So we like would, depending on what was happening, sometimes we shot two two cameras at the same time, but rarely was that the case. It was mainly um, one camera at a time. And then the reason why we had the B cam was so it could always be built on the Movi. So you didn't have to like take a half hour or 45 minutes to like strip the the a camera and then put it on the movie which would just take so much time to have to do that um you know whenever you want a movie shot so just having the b cam built and ready to go as the movie just saved us so much time um throughout the shoot and we have a, a fair amount of movie stuff um in the movie so that was sort of our two camera system um and then for the final fight scene for the the blood thing we had three cameras we i brought my a7 three and we used that as a c cam for that for that scene but uh, but yeah. So were you shooting in? So this whole time you're shooting on the helium as your A cam, uh, right? Were you shooting? Were you shooting in AK the whole time? No. So the way uh, we we did it is uh, basically lens dependent. Um, so certain lenses didn't cover as much of the sensor as the other lenses. So I think one of the lenses he that Jason has, um, you have to be at like I think six K or seven, not six K. I think like seven or seven and a half K in order for it to not have any vignetting, you know? So mm-hmm. you, like, basically crop down. And then, um, you know, depending on the shot we needed and the angle, he would switch around resolutions in order to crop in if we needed to uh, to, to get the frame that he wanted. Um, so we kind of jump around, um, you know, resolution throughout the movie. Uh, but we're mastering in 4K, uh, so... We never shot in anything less than I think five and a half K was the lowest we ever went. So, um, so we always have a little extra data to uh, play with um, in our final, you know. Uh, but that's again like part of the goal is to not at all do any zooming in or rearranging of camera um, in editing and post unless we have to, you know. Um, Jason's like really sensitive about that. I mean, he's and he's open to it, but he just doesn't want it to be like the standard where I'm just always like reframing his shots for him. Uh, it's more like if we need to, then it's there to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to lose resolution badly or anything. And most people are going to watch it in like not 4k anyway, like 2k. No. I mean, if you, as long as you don't go over a hundred percent, I don't think you'll lose anything. Although Jason did say something about like, if you go, like let's say um, you're in 8K and you're mastering at 4K and you're you have you're like 50% or whatever is the uh, is like the amount of the image that you're using and you have like another 50% that you could zoom in on without losing any quality. He always says like you don't really want to go over like 80 or 90, you know, if you're at just because right. then you're just sort of really losing what the 
the image was supposed to be, you know, but, uh, the integrity of the frame, I think is what you'd say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, I'm just basically doing what I have to do. Like sometimes I am pushing in, uh, to a hundred percent or close to a hundred percent. So but I just, I'm just trying not to abuse it basically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So then, um, you've got, so you had one camera on the Mo, is it Moby? M- Moby. Moby. V. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you have one camera on the Moby and then the other one is just, on the dolly slidysaurus or steady uh yeah well it's no so the a camera would be would go from sticks to dana dolly to uh fisher dolly so those are the three tools that we had um mainly for or a hi-hat you know or something like that but uh but yeah we were mainly on the dana dolly the fisher dolly or sticks was with the a cam okay cool yeah all right yeah Awesome. All right. Well, here, do you want to go to the start of day 17? I think this is going to kind of be a little bit of a big one. So wait, so you don't have one for the end of day 16? No, no, no. And you'll, you'll find out why in okay. the 17 one. Let's do it. Hey everybody, Ulrich here. Oh man. So it is now Monday morning, uh, December 23rd. Uh, we were supposed to have wrapped the movie on Saturday, December 21st. But um, we had lots of issues at the end of the day on Saturday. And, um, you know, we basically were in this situation where we had an hour and a half of shooting time left. Um, You know, also already having pushed our wrap out till the next, till today, till Monday, you know. So they were going to wrap out on Monday no matter what at this point because we just did not finish in time to wrap out um, on Saturday. And then it was like, okay, we have an hour and a half until, like, we need 30 minutes to safety gear and get going. And, um, yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. We had shot the first half of the fight scene, and we had blocked the se- the second half. And we had the blood explosion to do and all the stuff with the dummy and all these things that I probably shouldn't talk about because I don't want to ruin the movie. But it's just like, it's, let's just say it was a, we had a big special effects thing to do, and an hour and a half to do that and also like three pages of dialogue so so yeah um so what we did was we gathered all the crew together in that moment and we just asked everybody like hey like is there any way that you can come back on monday and so we can finish this scene and do it right and like you know shoot for half a day and then wrap out for the rest of the day and basically everybody almost everybody said yes um on the spot we had like you know, maybe three crew members, I think, four who couldn't do it due to, like, flying out of town and whatever, you know, but then we got replacements for them all, um, and, uh, yeah, it was great, um, (laughs) so, and then on, on top of all that, like, we could have tried to push into OT, it probably would have been, like, four hours of OT, we were all exhausted, our lead actor was, like, sick beyond sick, like, really bad, like, he could barely do the blocking. So it was just... And then he basically said that he can't work past 2 a.m. That has to be the end for him because he just can't do it. And that was our, our end time, um, our end of our 12 hours. And it's just like, well, there's no other option here. We have to figure something out. And so we're so lucky that everyone could do it and that Jeff, our producer, was willing to do it. Um, you know, that everybody was willing to come back and do one more day to get it done. But it's really bad that we got in this situation you know, we've now three days over the movie, and 
I mean, I think it's a harsh, it's a bunch of different things. I mean, partly it's because the movie is really complicated and long and challenging. And I think that's part of the reason. Um, I think it's also because, um, you know, we didn't properly understand like how complicated all this was going to be and how much we had to do, you know, and like, it just was not, we did not plan properly, I guess is the best way to say it. I mean, I don't know, someone at some point could have, we should have said like, oh my gosh, like this is not possible. Cause I thought that we were just going to move faster and shoot the movie in a, you know, in a certain way. And, you know, I was <clears throat> promised, you know, not to be, I don't know, I don't want to be a jerk, but like we get, we went all this trouble to get this rig, this Fisher Dolly remote head rig and um you know I was promised that it would make our lives so much better and everything would go faster and <clears throat> that wasn't true at all we used it two days I think and then um we never did the remote head combo again um due to technical difficulties in how challenging it is to have a rig like that operate so that was like a big mistake to go all that trouble to get that working and then not even need to use it and then um you know, to be fair, we did use the Fisher Dolly like every day, so that was great. It was great to have that, and that did make us move faster. It's just this whole remote head rig thing is just like, this is not the right movie for that, man. Like, you know, and I should have had better sense to know that like that was not something that we should do, and told Jason like no, you know, but I just didn't, didn't. I just trusted, and I mean, not to say that it was misplaced. It's just. It certainly didn't work out the way that we thought it was going to, you know? Um, and then, uh, yeah, lots of other things just like, yeah, I don't know, lighting issues, shooting in this little set. Um, our pre-light day basically was useless because the set wasn't ready. That's a big learning experience. Like you can't pre-light a set if the set's not built. I mean, that sounds obvious, but we were trying to kind of do both at the same time. Like while the bones were there, pre-light, no, it doesn't work. You need to have the whole thing completed before you can actually go in there with gear. And that was another mistake we made time and time again, um, is that we would go into sets before they were finished um, to start working on them. And that just slows everything down. Like you need to have the set done the day before if you're going to do it. It's just that's the way it has to be, you know. Um, so yeah, a bunch of learning things. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why we're three days over. Um, I think also just, you know, stunts take time, visual effects take time. This is a visual effects heavy movie, um, in a way that, I mean, I knew it was visual effects heavy, but I thought that the way we could do it would be pretty direct. And in some cases it was, but in other cases it wasn't. And, um, you know, like just having projectors that have to line up in order for the image to look the way that we need it to. It's like, it's craziness. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, so we're going into our last day today. We're going to shoot our big fight finale with our special effect and it's going to be great. But, you know, it's hard not to think of it as a loss in some ways, um, in a lot of ways. I mean, you know... I think my producer Jeff's pretty frustrated with us, and rightly so. You know, we did not deliver what we promised to, and we went over and over and over every day. Not every day, but most days. And, um, yeah, it's just not the way to do it. So, uh, so yeah, anyways, um, you know, uh, 
I'm excited to do this right and finish it. I'm sad that we have to work the day before Christmas Eve, you know, um, and upset everyone's plans. And, you know, but I'm really grateful to the crew for everything that they've done. And we had a little pre-rap party party last night. And the, Ed and the rest of the crew gave me, Ed, one of our producers and previous guests of the show, Ed Ng, gave me a uh, really wonderful gift, um, an Apple box and a director's chair signed, which was really sweet. So... Yeah, um, it's been kind of amazing, but I know, I just think I gotta do better next time, because I didn't do everything I needed to do in order to make the movie the right way, so, yeah, but, uh, end strong today, get it done, um, know next time that it's either scale of the movie or figuring out a crew that can shoot in a more indie way. I think that's the two options. Um, Because I have shot 26 pages in a day before, but not on this kind of movie. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm out of here. We got to get going on this, but I'll, I'll do a wrap out tonight when we're done. And yeah, thanks for everything and wish us luck. (laughs) Okay, man. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, Now there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I guess. But so so yeah. Give us your rundown now, having some time away from it. So what was the what was the day like for you? And and also, can you go in a little more of like what you were shooting on the day? I know you were doing like the S, the effect stuff, like the blood explosion, which I know what that is, but other people right. don't. But can you just like go over right. it a bit? So do you want to go over what we were trying to shoot on the on the original last day on day sixteen, and then how we ended up doing a day seventeen? Um, well, I think you were talking about what was going on, what had gone on on day sixteen, but you that was like your update of the day before. I mean, you, you were saying that your lead actor was sick. There was all this stuff. Right, right. So basically, like, there's two big fight scenes that are really one scene, but they're like separated by a scene. So the way that we structured it was like, this part's one half, this part's the other half. And so on day 16, we were supposed to shoot both halves of that fight scene. And we only got through one half, basically. And okay. so we we blocked the other half, which was way more elaborate originally in the script. But then we basically um, cut it down severely in the blocking and like just made the blocking really streamlined because we knew that we had no time and we thought we were going to still try to do it that night. Um, and so we blocked it in this very different way, which I ended up think, thinking worked really well. And I was actually really happy with, and then, you know, when we realized that we had the 17th day, like there was discussions of like, Oh, well, should we reblock it and do it more like the original vision? And I was like, hell to the no, <laughs> like, we're not, are you crazy? Like we have, we have six and a half or seven hours or something, whatever it was, like basically my producer gave us a drop dead time that we had to stop rolling camera by um, in order to give them enough time to wrap out, you know, and he was like not playing around basically. He was like, you can't shoot past this day, this, this time. Um, And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it more complicated. Like this is our, this is knowing us, like this is complicated enough. Like, let's just try to get this right, you know? Um, And then the other, we had a couple challenges because the body double that we were using wasn't available on Monday. And then our sound team ended up not being available for Monday, even though they kind of said they were on the night. And then they kind of like realized that they weren't on the next day. So then we had to like figure out the plan uh, to work around them. And luckily there was a solution for that. And, you know, I was able to find uh, a body double, a new body double through friend of the show, Gabe Rios. Uh, Thank you, Gabe. I don't know if he still listens, but, uh, 
But yeah, he uh, he basically recommended somebody, and they were available, and uh, they ended up coming in. This guy Alan Silva, and he did an amazing job. But the point is, like, even we had to reteach the blocking to someone else. So it was like, let's just like do the thing that we all kind of know, and that like the coordinator knows, and that Ed did, and that me and Jason were already like planning all our shots for. Like, let's just keep it that way. And so that was what we did, and that's how we decided to go into day seventeen. Okay. So and then. Part of what set you back was again, like you couldn't light the set. It was or the set wasn't finished, right? So you well, that was that was it. on the the first day there. So like by the time, okay, by the time we got to the fight scene, like the set was already like like you know super locked in, and you know that they had to do a big change over to the set uh, in the middle because there's you know there's a time where the set's like perfect and pristine. But then, like, Jake lives in Alt-Jake's office for, like, you know, three weeks and just completely fucks it up and, like, turns it into, like, a pigsty. And so, like, we did that switch over at one point, and then we just shot the rest of the movie with that basic setup for the set, you know, which was very different, you know, art-wise. Um, but, yeah, but the, the set was ready to go. It was really just, like, all the stunts. Because, like, you know, these are two fight scenes, and it's... <laughs> it's it's Jake fighting all Jake, so it's two two the same actor playing both sides fighting himself, um, and we didn't have motion control or anything, so we we basically had to do it all like mainly in camera with cuts and using the body double and like shooting over shoulders and stuff, and then we did like a series of different lock offs where he would share the frame with himself. But um, a lot of it, we had to, we just had to construct the whole thing in, in, in shooting around the fact that we didn't have, um, you know, motion control to, like, you know, do any kind of, mm-hmm. like, camera movements with both actors moving together, you know? Was that was that the use case for the remote head originally? Um, no, not really. I, I think we, we had talked about programming stuff, and, and I know somebody with, like, a remote, um, you know, remote uh, motion control rig, and... I just knew that it was just not going to be possible with this movie, like given how much time we had, like there's just no way that that was going to work. Um, so, so yeah, but I mean, just like doing like anything takes time. Like, you know, like having people like swing at each other with baseball bats or like jab someone in the chest with a boom pole. It's like, you know, there's all this stuff that has to happen and they have to like walk through it. Like, you know, a bunch of times with the stunt coordinator and, They've got to get padded up for the, all the shots where they get hit, if they get hit, you know, and, um, yeah, and then all while, like, acting the most dramatic scene in the whole movie at the same time, it's it's just, it's just time-consuming, you know? Yeah. Oh, jeez. And especially when you're suppo- when the actor's supposed to be fighting himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that obviously was... I mean, if it hadn't have been for that, if it was just, like, a regular fight scene with two people who were different actors, like, we definitely could have gotten it done in one day. But, like, you know, you, you constantly have to switch him... You have to plan the whole day around shooting him in one wardrobe first, and then once you've gotten all that stuff done, you, like plan to do a, a lock-off shot that you do that shot then he tr- then he dresses you know the other half of that shot and then you do the rest of his coverage as the other person so you avoid him having to go back and forth you know um more than once basically right so yeah it was just a lot and then you know his character is completely different like one character acts one way but the other character acts a completely different way so like Ed was a total trooper because he had to just 
do do that. And then he's the person he's acting off of, especially well, both days, I guess they're just body doubles that they're not, they're not actors. Like they didn't memorize the lines or anything. So like, you know, he's basically having to do all the work himself. It's like, it was just a lot to ask out of an actor. And, uh, he did a fantastic job with it. And, um, and we didn't have to do tons of takes for lines being blown or anything. It was just like getting all the technical stuff down was, was the biggest challenge. I mean, there was obviously performance adjustments and things, but I mean, yeah, it was just a beast of a scene. Really? That's all, all it was. And then the fact that we had, that we didn't, we didn't have the full day on day 16 to shoot only fight scene. We had to, we added like, there was like two other scenes we had to shoot at the top of that. And we shot them so slowly I mean, I thought those scenes were going to breeze by. Like, we were barely done with them before lunch. And it's like, how the hell do we expect? <laughs> I mean, that's not necessarily true. I think it was like two hours, like, or three hours that we were shooting those two scenes. And we thought we could get them both done in one. And it just it just takes time, man. It all takes so much time to do. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. So you added, so you, so you went ahead and you added like a half day. Well, no, it was a full day. I okay. mean, because it was, it was like just one more full day. Everyone gets like you know so everyone's paid the same and we had to basically make sure that we could keep all the gear one more day and you know luckily that all worked out but um yeah it was just um it was just really like we were really lucky really i mean there most movies probably wouldn't have been able to do that you know like usually like you lose locations after a certain day and like you know you have to uh build, break down sets and things have to get returned and we just got really lucky that we were able to get that one more day in to get it done and i think it was key to have the day off because you know ed needed to rest to recover and i think we all benefited from resting one day i think we just came back and did better work cuz we had that day off you know yeah so is that that we're going to listen to now is this going to be the last recording well so i didn't do one <laughs> like i said i was oh. going to okay but uh but then um, on January 3rd, uh, I did another recording, um, just to kind of wrap up like my thoughts of it at the time. Um, so I don't know if we, if we want to listen to that. Um, but it's just sort of like, uh, you know, this is like probably a week after it's all, all went down me, like rec- recalling, you know, like how I felt after the shoot basically. Yeah. Yeah. Should we listen to it? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Here it goes. So here's like January 3rd, 2020 me going over the last day and doing the kind of a wrap-up of the whole shoot. Hey, everybody, Oliver Purcell here. Um, now, this is kind of interesting because I never did the end of the day, day 17 sort of audio log, and uh, now it is January 2nd? No, 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 January 3rd, and I'm driving to Los Angeles to return some lights that we got donated to us uh, from the shoot, which was incredible light gear. Thank you very much. You guys are the best. Love you guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to like just do a little private by myself contemplative, um, sort of thought process on the end of the movie because it was a big deal. It really was like finishing that thing. I mean, it was huge because you know, you last heard from me in the logs um, on uh, Monday morning, uh, you know, December 23rd, a couple days before Christmas, knowing that we were, like, going to all turn into pumpkins on uh, Christmas Eve, basically. And it was like, that was it. That was the last day to, to get the movie done. And we had already failed uh, the day before, trying to
trying to get the whole thing, and it just was not going to happen. We had so much to do, even like the smaller version of the scene, which is very different than how it was written, was like a lot to do in one day. And you know, we had talked about like, oh well, you know, now that we're going to shoot this this uh, this scene in one day rather than in, in like you know these two scenes in one day, we ended up doing like four scenes in one day, which was really bad. But um, you know, there was it was brought up to me like the idea of like, oh well, you know, let's go back to the original concept and like you know do the move do the scene the way it was written and make it longer and put some of the dialogue back in and change the blocking up and we'd already blocked it out the, 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 the end of the day on the 16th day and uh, I was just like you know what man fuck this like we only <laughs> we only have like eight hours to do this anyways like we need to finish um, we need to get four hours for rap is really what they were asking for um, so I mean how the hell are we supposed to do this like if, if we've got um, you know, whatever, six hours, not like eight, I guess eight technically, or seven and a half with like, you know, all the time it takes to do stuff. Like seven and a half hours to shoot, uh, the scene. Like, I know us. I knew our team. I knew what was going on. Like, there's, there's no way, like, like, no. <laughs> like, let's keep our lives easy. Like, if we're happy with the blocking the way it is, if I was like in my mind already, like, ready to shoot the scene that way, I was like, that's hard enough, because not only did we have to do um, two different green screen shots, it's like, there was a huge stunt, and even though the stunt takes off a lot of time and, like, made, you know, like, lessened our shot count, it's still, like, a fucking big-ass stunt to do, and we had to do it all before lunch, because we knew that we wanted the rest of our, whatever it was, hour and a half, two hours, to just do the blood effect, because the blood effect, I mean, that's fucking complicated ass, motherfucking shit as itself, and then on top of that, we had to do uh, the final shots in the movie after the blood effect, which also require these practical effects, so it's just like, all the shit, I know, I've been down this road, I know the shit, it's like fucking complicated, you know, so I knew that, it's like, if, if we had a shot list that we thought was gonna be tough to get before lunch as it was, which I thought that, there's like no way we're gonna go back and do more complicated so, and, and read the blocking and, and, and confuse everything. And you know, we got Tony there, he's got already got an idea of what we're doing. We had a new stunt guy that we had to turn. It's like, no, we need to keep the shit on lock. And we did, and it was great. You know, it really was. We kept it on lock. Um, you know, we made it straightforward, um, and it worked out really well that way, I think, and in the end of day 17, we did make our day, uh, we went over just a tiny bit, like, just a little, like, I think we were supposed to be, we really wanted to be done at 8.30, our backup was 9.30, without going into OT, like, that was gonna give full three hours for wrapping, I think we ended at around 9.45 or so, so it was like 15 minutes over. It really wasn't that bad. Um, and it did take a long ass time to wrap out of there. I mean, we broke down like half the set that night, um, which was like really sad to see this beautiful set get ripped apart, you know? And there was blood everywhere, not everywhere. Uh, I don't really want to talk, I mean, the blood, eh, oh man, the blood. It, you know, it took three times to get it, and the third time we got it. And, um, you know, it's kind of 
think like you know you just can't do it for anything <laughs> it's gotta be the right thing it's gotta be something that you see the glimmer of a great movie in it you know like even if it's like oh my god this isn't the you know I, who am I to say like what script is great and what script is not you know I'm just I'm just a guy you know um, but like you have to be able to see that glimmer of greatness in it like where you read a scene and you're like yeah that fucking shit rocks or you read like ready to do it again yeah apparently that's what i said (laughs) (laughs) no i'm ready to do it again i i feel good about it um 
I know that it's going to be a lot less stressful uh, just because it's not my personal movie. I mean, it's still going to be a lot of work. It's still going to be hard, but I think I'm not going to be as freaked out as I was, you know, when it's my own writing and everything. It's just different. It is different. Yeah. I've never produced um, someone else's work really um, oh. that I can think of, like like actually producing like what you're, you know, to the level that you're doing. Right. Um, but I think it would be really interesting, especially because, you know, the pressure's off me a little bit. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've so I've done it with two shorts and a music video. So, um I Actually, know I've done a I've done a music video. I've done a bigger music video, but that's about it. I produced. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy it. Like I really love supporting um another creative force in their their vision and helping it come to life and making sure that they're getting all the things they need to get it done and, you know, to be a big part of it. Um, but just in a different way, like I, I really, I've, I've enjoyed it, you know, in the past. So I'm, I think I'm going to like doing it for, for a feature. Um, I'm also ADing, so that kind of takes it to a whole new level. Cause it's like, not only am I, you know, responsible for the production side, I have to, you know, make sure that we're making the day every day too. So it's like, well, you know, um, but well, that's why yeah. I have Marcella coming, so I'll have support. Oh, okay. What is is she also producing or? Yeah, so she so she was like kind of the production manager, you know, on the alternate basically, like kind of worked right under Jeff and sort of handled all the logistical stuff for him throughout the shoot, um, and just like you know made sure people got paid, you know, and just kind of t- took care of business. So I kind of brought her on to do the same thing for me um, in this on this one, and since I have to be on set the whole time, like she's gonna be the one person who can like you know take care of other issues uh, while we're shooting and you know make sure the food gets picked up and make sure that you know the checks are getting written and that the you know SAG paperwork is getting filed every day because this is a SAG project, so we have to actually fill in SAG stuff and do payroll for just two actors um, or th- I think three actors. But, um, but anyways, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be different, but I'm, but I'm excited, um, you know, and yeah, I, I kind of wish it wasn't so soon to the alternate being finished, but on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you know, this is when this movie's getting made. And so, you know, this is, yeah, this is what's happening. <laughs> right. And so how far are you now um, in alternate editing? Um, I think we talked about it last time, but... Yeah, like 20 minutes or so. Um, I've been editing this one scene for like a week, Uh, you know, almost. It's just been... It's like a really big... It's like one of our biggest non-dialogue scenes, and so it's just taken me a long time to get it all down. And we have like... I think four more scenes like this in the movie where it's just uh, Jake by himself doing stuff for like a whole scene. And so those scenes just, there's always so many pieces and so many bits that you have to, you know, um, throw together that it just, it's much harder to like wrap my head around it as an editor. Cause it's always also shot out of order too. So I have to like, you know, figure out like how I want to approach it. And then, you know, we gave my, we gave, like a ton of options for a lot of the sections of the movies of the scene. So it's like, you know, there's like four different ways I could start the scene, you know, four different ways that I could like edit this, the certain sections. And then some parts of it, it's like, Oh, you have one shot for this one shot for that one shot for that. So then, then you, then it gets a little easier, but it's just sort of been hard for me to like kind of, 
you know, get into some of these, uh, these scenes that are more, you know, that aren't dialogue based. Uh, the dialogue based scenes are easy. It's just like, oh yeah, this is the start of the scene and edit till the end of the scene. <laughs> no problem. But those, those go by pretty quickly. It's just, these other scenes are the ones that just like take forever. Right. Okay. So, and then how long will you be away for the shoot for Red Sun? Oh, 12, like 14 days, I think total. Okay. Maybe 15. So it's not not very long. So what's the shoot schedule then? Like like tw- like eleven days or something? Twelve days? It's tw- twelve days. So it's four on, one off, four on, one off, four on. Then we're done. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. So it's gonna be pretty brutal, pretty rough. I mean, it will be nice to have those days off in between, and that like you know you're not. It's not like you're doing six on, one off, six on, one off, which. I've also been in that experience before. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's going to be a challenge. Um, but it's a good team. It's a small team. Uh, everybody knows everybody for the most part. And then some of the team have made features together before. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty good. Cool. Yeah. That's, uh, well, either way, you know, it's going to be a story and more experience. So, and, um, sounds like a cool project. Yeah, Totally. You know, Gavin's there. I mean, if I want to make features, yeah, Gavin's gonna be there, and and I, I just think that like this is these are the kind of opportunities I have to say yes to. It's like, yeah, who cares if it's not convenient? The timing of this movie being made, but like, I will always be able to do corporate videos. Like, corporate video is not going anywhere. You know, like I can always make money and like do a day job, but like, like how many times can I make like produce Red Snow, like once in my life? And that's it. There will only be one Red Snow movie. You know, there will only be one the alternate, right? Like, these things don't come come around again. Like, other movies may come, but this movie only comes now. So it's like, it's sort of like thinking about it that way, it has made it easier to say yes to these, you know, these these things that are kind of could be tough decisions, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I support your decision. Thank you, sir. I think it's a good one. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know if I, I'm sure I'll talk to you before you head oh, out. Oh yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Well, this you know we still got like two weeks left at least so before we go. Um, so yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's happening soon, but not right away. But I, I just before we wrap it up, like you know, this is the end of the principal photography on the alternate. Like, yeah, are there any questions or? things you want to ask me now that like we've kind of gone through the whole experience like anything that like I didn't really talk about in the logs that you want to hear about like hit me um I mean I don't know man because we talked about stuff as it came up so I'm not not 100% sure I mean I think you know it's impossible to capture what it's really like on set unless you're there so you know I don't really know if there's anything like other questions that I have I mean what I guess the the main question I'd say is or ask after this point is if you were gonna do it again, you know, you talked about it needing to be the right project, which is something that I, you know, have totally experienced. Um, you know, are, are you? What are your thoughts about doing it again for your own work? I mean, what would you? Is there any? Are there? Is there any low hanging fruit that you would just immediately say I'm not doing this again, or I'm doing this again, or like? I would do something this way. Is there anything that just comes you to mind? You mean like story-wise or like approach-wise or execution? A, a, or? Yeah, any any of it. Like, oh. you know, oh, no more shooting all at night. Like that was one for Fever Night. I was oh. like, I am not shooting like nocturnal 
for a month again. I'm just not doing. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I only yeah, I only shot Nocturnal for two days. That's the most I've done, I think, in a row. And I've done like a various amount of night shoots on other features. But yeah, night shooting doesn't really bother me. It's like if that's what we need to do, that's what we need to do. I think the um, the things that I wouldn't do again. Um, and just to be frank, like I, I won't not pay myself again. I think if I'm going to do a movie for, uh, like on this scale, even if it's my own work, I think I have to pay myself at least something, even if it's like less than everybody else. Like, even if like, let's say people are getting regular, like, you know, rates on a scale or something. Um, even if I just get $200 a day or whatever the bare minimum is, like, I think I just need to do that. Um, Yep. Just because it's just it's just too much to ask of my family, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, my wife, and you know, if I do have children by the time I do the next one, it's just like you know, you you got to bring something in, you know. Um. What else would I not do? Um. Yeah, I wouldn't go into a movie without a shot list for the whole movie. Um. To hand <laughs> to my ad, uh, I think that's like really important. Um. Just even if it's not like important to my DP, whoever they may be on the next project, like it, I'll make it important for me. And that's the way I like to work. And that's the way I want to work. And and even if the shot list changes completely, like while we're, um, you know, shooting, it's like least having that like framework to work off of. Like that's just crucial, I think, in order for things to go well. Right. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, well, how's how's it? How is the so I don't know if you want to talk about this, but how is like relationship with uh, with your wife, like with things, how how oh, strained were yeah. things during the shoot, or like afterwards, or well, like it wasn't during the shoot. Uh, she was extremely support. Well, she was well. First off, you should just say she was extremely supportive the whole time. Um, but uh, when the movie was happening, it was kind of easier because I would just come home on the weekends and like just drop everything and just hang out with her on my days off and like, you know, basically dedicate at least one full day of my weekend to be with her and like not have my phone on at all, you know? And, uh, I think she just really appreciated that. And, uh, you know, we missed each other and everything, but she knew how important this is to me. And, um, you know, we talked about it later and I asked if she would be willing to, to let me make another movie again. And she's like, well, as long as you're getting paid, sure. You know? <laughs> okay, yeah, but right. We can't can't do it for no money. Um, and then, uh, but it was really the lead up, like the months and months uh, leading up to the movie. That was the hardest part, where like all I am focusing and thinking about the mm-hmm. whole, all the time is the movie. Like I get, I'm like pretty distracted in general because I'm thinking about the movie. I mean, it was like at least a good three months of it being like that, maybe even four months. And then, uh, you know, it's like years where all I think about is like, I'm not making my movie. Why isn't my movie being made? I think I think that has just been, you know, it's just been a big thing that I've been striving for for so long. Um, but I think it just got hard the last three months where like I was doing the crowdfunding campaign and I was in pre-production and I wasn't working and I was only working on the movie. And it's like, just like, you know, have to drop everything to do movie stuff at all all times. I think that was just really fresh challenging for her. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just think like, yeah, being paid for it would help. Um, especially even for the prep, if I was somehow able to be paid for prep work, that would be very helpful. Um, 
And I think just like, you know, me being better about boundaries, I think would be helpful. And I think I did get better about the boundary stuff. Um, as I got closer, just like, you know, when to like, say like, no, like I'm not gonna post about the crowdfunding campaign on the weekend. Like, no, I am going to take a day off completely and put my phone in a drawer. You know, I think when I did things like that, I think she really, that was really helpful. You know? Yeah. And it's so hard to not obsess about when you're making a movie, like it's, it's the most, it's, it's just not possible. Like, (laughs) so anything where it's like, I'm just going to put my phone away for a whole day. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's like a huge thing to, to do, which is, it's a good thing. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, she's also very busy with her job too. So like we oftentimes will just both put our phones away because she has, is doing the same thing I am now with her work. So at least we're in the same ballpark. It kind of feels more even that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's see, what else would I do again? I, I, I don't know. I just think I learned a lot from this project. Um, I think like, like no, knowing that you can do something and actually having a plan of how you're going to do something are two different things. Cause I used to always say like, Oh, I know we'll be able to shoot that. Like they're like, people would ask me like, Oh, how are you going to do the the dual people? How are you going to do this? And like, I always like had these like, like, Oh no, I got it like solved in my head, but like, I never really like wrote it down, you know, necessarily. And I think, you know, we had, we had solutions for it. We had it all planned out and all worked, but I think, even early on when you're like writing something, like if you intend to make it, like you should know what you're going to, like how you're going to do this thing that you're planning to do, you know? Um, Because I think it'll just help, you know, set your expectation for like what you could achieve in in a more realistic way. Right. Um, It's uh, there's like a saying, an old saying that I like, uh, for all kinds of situations, but this is kind of one of them. And, it, and it, the saying is the map is not the territory, which basically means like you can stare at a map all day long and know everything there is to know about the thing. Or, you know, this also applies to just storyboarding or whatever, like the storyboard, even the shot list, that's your map. However, once you're in the situation, that is not the same thing as being on the ground in the elements. And um, so even when you do plan, like you're saying, like, even when you figured it out to the best of your ability, sometimes you get in there and you're just like, well, shit, nothing. <laughs> this is not what I expected. And so it's almost like, yeah, it's like you said, like you, you want to prepare and figure out exactly how you're going to do stuff. And even when you do that, you don't, you might not even work out. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think the more that you do and the more that you plan it out beforehand, the better off you'll be. And, um, yeah, you know, I think doing camera tests and things are really important. And uh, I even did some camera tests for this, like with myself, like shooting myself, walking around myself. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is the way to do it. But you know, if um, you have to make sure that everybody that you're making the movie with is on the same page as you, because I think that was also a thing, just like making sure that like, we're all making the same movie at the same scale and we're not making movies at different scales. Cause I think Mm. what happened in the end is I thought the movie was going to be one scale and then the rest of the crew made it another scale or, 
and I just that wasn't like what I thought this movie was going to be or what could this movie could be, and that kind of caused this problem. So you, was your um, scale bigger than theirs, or were they were they thinking the scale was going to be bigger than you were expecting? No, my scale was smaller. Mm-hmm. I think their scale was bigger. Like yeah, they were treating the movie more like a million dollar movie with like you know a good schedule and stuff and i was like this is a mad crazy schedule with no time like we need to be treating this movie a little bit differently and we just had a mismatch on there you know um so i don't know i think that's also just some so learning a learning less a lesson learned you know it's like make sure that you are very very clear with your team of like what we're able to do and what we're not able to do, how fast things have to happen in order to do what you're trying to do. And like, it's just something to know for next time. It's just like, yeah, like be very clear. And then if, uh, you know, and if we can't come up with a agreement of how we're going to do it, then, um, then yeah, then move on to a different team, I guess. Yeah. You know, I think that's the only thing you can do. Right. Yeah. But no, I, I really proud of the movie, man. I think it looks beautiful. I think it's really good. My, my, I've been sharing early scenes with one of my producers slash investors and he is loving everything that he's seeing. And he's like been watching like rough footage for like years and years and years of movies. Like he's this, I think is like seventh movie or sixth movie that he's like been involved in. Um, and he loves it. He thinks it's like some of the best stuff he's seen at this early stage. So it's really encouraging, you know, to have someone compliment your work like that and, uh, be really into the way that you shot something. So it's really, really nice to hear. And, you know, I've showed this footage to a few other people and gotten only good feedback. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to get the whole rough cut together and, you know, start start pushing it out to get some more eyeballs on it, you know? Yeah, man. Well, you know, send anything you want my way. I'll uh, take a look at anything. Oh, yeah? You want to you, you wanna watch uh, partial rough cuts? You don't want to wait to the main rough cut? I mean, if you need feedback on something specific, you know, send me whatever. If, if you're like, hey, does this work or does this not work? And I'll, you know, give you my, my opinion. Um, if you don't need anything, then, you know, it's always good to see the movie whole, but, right, you know, whatever you need feedback on, man, I'm around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, let's see, any other thoughts or words or things that we should know about? Um, or we should talk about? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like we just got, you made the alternate, now we just got through the making of the alternate. Yeah. And I think uh, that's cool, and I'm glad I got to do this, like, whole series, uh with you and maybe there'll be an epilogue episode i don't know but you know i had fun doing it and i think it was really fitting to i think i said this in like the first episode this first update but you know when we met you were trying to get the uh you were just kind of i don't know starting to get the alternate trying to get the feature off the ground and you were touring the festivals with strange thing right and um you know we met and so and then you started the podcast and I think I was the first guest on the podcast. So I think it's kind of cool that we've come this yeah. whole way. You started the podcast to talk about the alternate as a feature film. And here we are. Yeah, it is fun. And it is cool that you've been a part of these updates. Cause yeah, it is interesting to think back. Like I was touring that movie as a bright eyed filmmaker, like, you know, excited to make my first feature. And then I met you who had already done it twice. And, you know, uh, you kind of became a mentor to me a little bit. You read early drafts of the script and gave me lots of advice and, yeah, now you got to see it all happen. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't help but feel like really accomplished by getting this far. And the movie's not even major, but I'm <laughs> yeah. like, 
feel like, yeah, I did it, damn it. Yeah. Well, you know, the cool thing about making a movie, because it's so hard, you know, at this point, like, you could almost do anything, because you've done something that's so (laughs) freaking hard that when you, like, you're going to, I mean, I don't know, you do a lot of things that people wouldn't dare to try to do or that really can't do. You know, there's going to be a lot of things you're like, ah, oh, shit, I made a movie. Like, this other thing, that's not going to be so hard to do. I could do that. You know, and that's, like, I think why I was able, at, at a certain point, was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm writing this, I'm writing all these stories. Like, oh, I could put together a book. Yeah, why not? I already made two movies, and, like, that's the hardest thing ever. Like, I could do a book, whatever. Right. You know, it kind of right. affects those. <laughs> but but other people, I hear other people are like, I could never do a book. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's the way I thought too. But then you do something super hard and it's suddenly like, yeah, okay. The other things are possible. Yeah, that's funny. Well, awesome, man. Um, well, this has been fun. I'm glad that we uh, we got through the whole thing. And, you know, there is more we could talk about potentially. But I think for now, we'll just call this the end of the alternate updates and you know, we'll do it again on another movie. And if yeah. people are thirsty for more, then we can maybe do some bonus episodes with the with the pickup days. But uh, I'm I'm I think I'm feeling pretty good about like you know calling this the end of the alternate you know whatever alternate daily logs or making of the alternate whatever you want to call yes, this. Yes, the alt the, the making of the alternate whatever whatever we go with is fine with me. Yeah, totally. We can release this as like a you know six disc CD at some point. Well, you put it as a special well, feature if you do a DVD of the movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's just uh, you know whatever <laughs> six hours of podcasts for you to listen to. Why not? Um, yeah, sure. Um, all right, Andrew. Any any final words before we wrap this thing up? Nope. Let's. I'm I'm good. Let's let's wrap it up. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to get in contact with us to tell us how you think about the, what you think about these logs and if you want more of them, should we do them for all the movies I ever work on? Should Andrew do ones for his next movie? Um, send us an email to podcast at makingmoviesishard.com. You can tell us what you think. Um, and then uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the things at MMIH Podcast. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, makingmoviesishard.com. Where you can find the links to the things we talked about the show on the show, which will just be two images from the alternate behind the scenes, and that's probably it. Um, and then, if you want to get in contact with Andrew, Andrew, where can people find you? Uh, you can find more about my work at www.andrewjschrader.com. And uh, if you go to the free page, you can get a free book of short stories, uh, very weird short sci-fi horror stuff. Nice. I recommend it. And then if you want to get in contact with me, uh, you can either send an email to the podcast or you can find me um, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all the things at AllRickB. Check out uh, the alternate film um, on there as well. And yeah, lastly, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Tell us what you think of the new format with Liz as co-host and with, uh, you know, bringing in other co-hosts here and there. Let us know. And with that, Andrew, thank you again for a wonderful episode. Thank you. All right, everybody. Talk to you guys on the flippity flop.